Thank you for tuning in to another fun episode with two of your favorite Mouska moms, Jennifer. Hello. And Juliana, that's me. Good to see you guys. We have a really cool podcast guest for you today. You know we love a vacation, and um, it's often one of the first things people sacrifice every year. They get too busy or whatever, and um, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. You shouldn't be sacrificing your vacations. Um Vacations are a time to refresh, regroup, recharge. They're so important, especially in this high stress age of working insane hours from home. There's no more boundaries between work and personal life when we're all working at home, navigating our way through this pandemic. So today's guest is Christine Kidder, a career coach whose motto is helping you have work that works for you. Please welcome Christine. Hi, hello. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Welcome. It's so great to have you here today. I'm going to give our listeners a little bit of background um, about you. So please chime in with anything that you'd like. Um, as Juliana said, Christine is a career coach who is unique in the fact that she feels really strongly that her job is to support women's well-being as a whole, not just on the job front. Her purpose is to lift up and empower women to live by design, not default, and make moves in their careers toward their goals. She's a powerhouse on LinkedIn, where she offers free weekly planning sessions to help women get back in alignment with their purpose and out of their work dissatisfaction trap. Now's the time when we're wrapping up our 2021 to set goals and make plans for 2022. Christine is a strong proponent of making time off a priority so that you'll also recharge your battery to be productive at work. And we can certainly relate to and help with, wink, wink, that. <laughs> um, and a fun fact about Christine that I don't know if you know, Juliana, but she is a runner and she just ran the Chicago Marathon. She's run that, what was this your 10th time? Oh, my yes. goodness. That's amazing. Yeah. We need we need to we need to talk to you about Run Disney. Yes. We need to get you to a Run Disney race. Um, Juliana is like knee deep, no pun intended. There, knees in, for sure. <laughs> knees for sure in her training for her half marathon. So that's amazing. That's terrific. Oh, I've been dying to do that because. I've heard great things about it. It sounds like so much fun between, I mean, I know they have a variety of races. They have a marathon and they have, they have half marathons and yeah, they just, that's on my bucket list for sure. All right. Well, it was, it was on mine too. Yeah, it was on mine too. I'm doing it. We will do an entire podcast about it. And then you and I will have to go back and do another one. <gasps> Ooh, oh. that's exciting. I mean, if I survive this one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Never done this before. Anyway. <laughs> Mouska cocktail. Were we were we there? <laughs> yes, we were there. Sorry, I got sidetracked with run Disney. With the marathon. It's yes. so exciting. <laughs> so Christine, as you now know, the Mouska moms always like to start our show with a Mouska cocktail. So what are we drinking today? 
We are drinking. It was very hard to decide because I know that there's some wonderful cocktails that are that are Mouska cocktails. <laughs> and, uh, but I love, I'm a big fan of margaritas and I like the, the spicy ones. And I also love avocado. So I'm going with the avocado margarita because, oh gosh. It is a good one. Delicious. We are big fans of the uh, avocado margarita, we Mouska moms. And I might even go as far as to say it might be my favorite cocktail at Epcot. Wow. Yeah, it might be. I've tried a few. No, I've only just come to this conclusion, but it's really perfect because the avocado makes it creamy and it's not super sweet. And it's just, it's so delicious. You know what Um, would make it better? It needs a little kick to it. It needs some spice. A little heat? Like a little habanero heat in there, but it is, it is delicious. So you can always, you can get this at Cava de de Tequila which is in the mm. Mexico pavilion, which is always fun to visit also. And it's a cute little loungy. I mean, it's teeny tiny. It looks like a cave of tequila. So it's Ooh, aptly, named. aptly named. It's very adorable. And that margarita is by far the best one that they serve there for sure. So good choice. I mean, I'll keep trying others, but I'm going to yeah. go back to that one. <laughs> research. research. <laughs> so well, now that we're refreshed yes, with our Mouska cocktail. And Christine is, has been initiated as an, as another Mouska mom. Congratulations. Yeah. But let's talk about <laughs> refreshment you. in our lives, Christine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Making vacations. Yeah. Good segue. You like that? I love how every time we that have is a, a good segue, segue. we point it out. <laughs> it's really because we're so professional. Pat on the back for you. <laughs> we stopped the show for a good segue. Yes. It was good. A little bit um, backwards. Or what's the word I'm looking for? I, it's important. Counterproductive. Anyway, yeah, it's important. Good everybody segue. needs to pat themselves on the back and everybody needs a vacation. Right, Christine? Oh, yeah. It is. Everyone does need a vacation. I mean, it goes back to Stephen Covey, who wrote that book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And one of one of the seven things that he said was sharpening the saw. And we sharpen our saw, you know, by training and uh, learning, but also taking time off. We all need to unplug, like on a daily basis and on a, you know, a month, whatever it takes, whatever you can do. But it, it's important because, you know, it, it's almost like you have to slow down to speed up. You know, if you don't take the time out to take breaks, and as we were all impacted by the pandemic, as you said in your intro, the lines, the boundaries have been gone. It's like with people working from home, it's like we're just working more hours. So I've had so many people say to me, Working from home, I'm working more hours because we don't have those boundaries. And but those boundaries help us to have transition and to have limits. And um, we, we've got to recreate that for ourselves. And if we don't plan vacations, then they're 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 less likely to happen. And then we're going to be burnt out. And burnout was like the number one reason. We had so many people resign. We had a record record number of people quitting their jobs at the end of the summer. And the, the number one reason that was cited was burnout. 
and you you deal with burnout by taking time off. I can't hear you, Juliana. I love what you said about slowing down to speed up. Um, and I'm going to bring it back to the training. It's it's really hard for us to get that through our thick skulls. And even with running, right, it's one of the things I'm reading. I know nothing about running and training. One of the things I'm reading is slow down it's, and you should take walk breaks. And if you need to, because people, it show research or whatever shows that people who slow down and take walk breaks even while they're running end up with faster times than people who run straight through. It's the same idea. Interesting. And I'm, I'm the, I'm totally a hypocrite because I refuse to believe it. I'm like, no, I want to, I want to finish this half without stopping once. But what's your goal? Is it a faster time or anyway, that's a whole separate story, but it's analogous to this whole slowing down to speed up for recharging yourself and taking a break and all of that. And it can take any kind of form of vacation or recharge can be anything. Absolutely. That's a great analogy. That is you're I'm, I'm really glad you brought that up too, because for the longest time I, I had that mindset of like, I don't want to stop and walk. No, no, no. And there's people, there's many, many people who have qualified for the Boston Marathon by doing a walk run program. And they run a heck of a lot faster than I do. And it's like, I got to get over that. And I've got to really embrace that more and do that. And I'm not a fast runner by any means, but it's still that, that mindset of, well, I can't walk. That's not, right. I'm not really. Right. Well, what's your goal at the finish, right? At the, what matters at the end is the quickest time. What matters at the end of your life? Let's see. I don't know. What do you, what's your goal? But stop and recharge and you'll get there a lot quicker. And bringing it back to the workplace. I mean, we, we talked about this a lot, but you know, we work from home and having my office in my home where it's right in the middle, where I pass by it every day, it's really hard to pull back and not go back into that office to finish that last piece of work that you need to do. When in fact, you know, oftentimes you get a better product when you step away for a while and recharge and regroup and then go in fresh rather than going in one last time to finish it. So scheduling that stuff in is so important. What are you, what are you telling your clients about actually you know, I, I always, if it, I always tell the girls, like, if it's not in my planner, it's not happening. <laughs> and so what kind of advice are you giving to you or to the women who you are working with as a career coach? Well, I'm all about planning. I love planning. And I think planning is a wonderful tool uh, to help us to be successful. And I, I've been encouraging my clients at the, since the beginning of November to take time out to plan and have conversations with their family members, with their loved ones and their friends and start talking about what do they want for next year? What do they really? And then also too, thinking, yes, this is possible. You know, that yes, we can have, we can go on these vacations in the coming year. It is possible. And then talking with their boss too, you know, if they are currently employed, or if they're doing a job search, but making sure the more advanced, the more you get it in the calendar ahead of time, like, like maybe even thinking about next year, next, a year from now, where do we want to be, you know, and just making sure 
that you start having that conversation and then you start taking the action. You're not just gathering information and you're just not talking and communicating, but you're like, okay, what are the actions that I can take? And they can be small actions even, but like consistent small actions are really powerful versus one big action. Like, okay, I'm going to, I mean, eventually you're going to have to, you know, you may have to put down that deposit or whatever, but it's like, but at least move yourself closer because you'll feel a lot better about that. Right. Once it's planned, you can start planning. You know what I mean? Once it's in the books, it's like, this is this, I've written this down. I've, I've set the time aside for this. Then you can, you can start sort of enjoying the process. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Don't procrastinate the, the, the P word. Don't, <laughs> don't do that. Uh, I mean, I, I've been a bad procrastinator in my past, but I think I'm, I'm getting better by taking those small actions and, and talk with your, your boss, because I mean, you want a boss who takes vacation too. You want other people in your department who get their time off. So you all have to kind of work together and again, the sooner, the more far out, the more likely, because that way everyone has plenty of time to plan. You're not stressed out because you've been moving toward this, you know, and it's just, it's just a smarter way to go. <laughs> it is smart. It is smart. And those little steps are important too. And, and I always, it, just like I like a good planner, I like a good checklist too. So, you know, the first, and we're having these conversations with, you know, in my family now also as we plan for next year and we've picked our vacation dates. My next plan is I need to tell my husband's office manager to book him out those weeks. And then step three will be, all right, now where are we going? <laughs> Which it's important. Yeah. Well, you it talk is. about, so yeah. So for me, it's, it's getting it on the books and then I can start taking the small steps, right? The, the one just picking the time and then the small steps can happen. I might not know where I'm going or what I'm doing, right? It's our first step is when are you going? It's our first step mm -hmm. in our vacation planning process. But what do you see are the biggest obstacles to people taking that first step now? I mean, now here we are in this new world that we're all sick of talking about, but what, what's keeping people from taking those steps? I think fear and the fear comes from not having the information or having the wrong information. Like, um, like when you guys were on my, my LinkedIn last week, I felt like you were giving really good current information on the situation with the pandemic, which we know is constantly changing. And um, what made me feel better is when you were saying how the, the risks uh, in the financial risk of booking, you know, booking a vacation has really been so minimized right now, which is great because, because yeah, I mean, just because you book something, there's no guarantee. I'm not trying to scare people again, but there wasn't, there was never a guarantee anyway, before the pandemic, there's nothing. That's just how life is. So we've got to move toward it and be flexible just because things change. I mean, we'll change our plan, but it doesn't mean it's not going to happen either. So I guess it comes back to working with experts like you because you're out there, you know what's going on 
in just getting the information and partnering with you, you know? Absolutely. Well, it's, it's important to have experts in all facets of your life, um, you know, career coaching and vacation planning alike. And I think they go hand in hand. How are you feeling that the people that you're working with, um, I feel like people don't prioritize time off. I feel like that's like we said it kind of in the intro that that's always kind of like a an afterthought instead of like, like we're trying to, we're trying to tell you people who are listening, we're trying to tell our listeners, like, don't make it an afterthought when you're sitting down right now and you're thinking about those new, those like crazy new year's resolutions, you should be thinking about what do you want out of the next year? Also, are people really doing that? Are they prioritizing vacations or are they or are they still thinking of it as an afterthought? And, and if that's the case, how do we change that? Right. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's like really looking at, okay, if you're, if you're hesitant to, to book a vacation, to, to schedule that time off, because yes, it's the unknown, what, what could happen? what's really behind that? And is that fear, are you really going to let that fear stop you? You know, it's, and it's, don't let that, and in the pandemic, again, it took away, it did take away that, that family vacation time from us. And now people are just really craving to get out and, and to be with people face to face. And um, it's never going to be the way it was before the pandemic, but at the same time, we have to live our lives and we have to be healthy. We have to be flexible. And um, I think things are more hybrid now. And I think that's really going to evolve as we go forward. Um, and, you know, just, I think businesses are becoming more flexible too. I think, you know, I've done a couple surveys or polls on LinkedIn recently, and they were regarding taking time off, you know, taking vacation. And I found it was kind of two extremes. There were a lot of people that weren't taking the time off. They're like, oh, gosh, I'll be lucky if I, I take a vacation in 2022. But then the other extreme, which was a good extreme, um, people saying, oh, I've been, I'm going to be taking a lot more vacation time. So that was good. And um, I, I, I firmly believe it's kind of like retirement, you know, how people work so hard, work for 20, 30 years. And it's like, okay, when I retire, I'm really going to live, you know, it's like, you might not make it to <laughs> retirement. Don't wait. <laughs> Especially if you're burning the candle at both ends, so to speak. I think at travel agents, we know that there are people, you know, everyone has to, right now is a is a weird time and everyone has to make the decision that's best for themselves. And I don't, it's hard to know what that's going to be. But as travel agents, we know, you know, Jen was saying people need to map out their, their time and all that. And we, we've all been saying that. We know that in January, people do this because we're very busy in January, right? Like New Year's resolutions come, people look at their year ahead and they say, I'm going to take vacations and I'm going to do it this, this, and this. And we start planning and it's, it, it's true, but it's not everyone. More people need to do this. More people need to start looking at January or, or whatever time of year you start reevaluating your life. 
<laughs> and, and figure out the time. I know my husband and I have taken out the calendar and looked at, you know, school weekends and things like that, and just trying to prioritize when we can, when we can fit it in. We've learned over the last couple of years because of the pandemic and also living with abundant more abundant travel opportunities in front of us when we were over in Europe, that this is a priority for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there are a lot of people out there that feel the same way, but there's just so much pressure for people to not give themselves permission to take the vacation. And now a word from our sponsors. Mouse Kamams are avid travel enthusiasts and our podcast is sponsored by Kingdom and Cruise Travel. If you are interested in booking a vacation to Disney or any other worldwide destination, be sure to check out the website, kingdomandcruise.com, and their Facebook page, Kingdom and Cruise Travel. And I think one of the things that Christine talks about a lot, which I really like, um, you know, in terms of your motto, finding work that works for you, you need to have these conversations with with your boss, with your employers, and make sure that you find a boss who understands how important it is to have their employees take these breaks to avoid burnout. And, and, you know, and if you don't have that boss, it's, it's time to move on. So that's really interesting. Um, um, So many people are are moving on right now. I mean, it's the great resignation. uh, The great resignation and then uh, LinkedIn, their hashtag that they created for this time is uh, they called it the big shift. So because and women especially, um, you know, their employers have been like, okay, we want you to come back to the office now to work. And women are like, I don't want I a woman in my neighborhood. I was walking my dog Friday morning and we were talking and she's like, I don't want to go back January 1st. I I just don't. I mean, I I want to have the flexibility to be able to do my laundry when I'm on break, you know? And (laughs) I'm like, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. (laughs) Yeah. Flexibility um, is key. And I think people are more productive at home, working from home and taking those breaks, even in the middle of the day to do the laundry, then, then they are going into an office. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I wanted to give me a, I have a book that I wanted to share with you too. Uh, you made me think of it. So let me go grab it. Cause I wanted to just, so just give me 10 seconds here because it's, it's a really good book that I think that your audience, oh wait, I have it over here. I did put it on my table, Um, but it's, it's, oh yeah, here it is. So I haven't read it yet, but it was recommended to me by many people. And uh, I'm gonna use an analogy for this. So what it is, the name of the book is The Top Five Regrets of the Dying. And it's by Mm. Bronnie Ware. So here's the book and, the bottom line is when you're near the end of your life, are you going to be like, geez, I really wished I worked more hours <laughs> or are you going to be like regretting? I wish I had spent more time with my family. I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. You know, I wish I had taken that vacation that I wanted to take. And it's like, we need balance. I'm not 
I want people to pursue their purpose in their work, but for you to be the best you, you have to be balanced. You have to sharpen your saw. You have, you're not going to do your employer or your business any good if you're burnt out and you're burning the candle at both ends. So I guess balance is the key word too. It is the key word. I think that, um, I think that we're in such an interesting time right now. And I think that one of the things that the pandemic, you know, always when you have something um, good or bad, but happen in your life, it makes you rethink your life and reprioritize things. And I think that's what this pandemic has done for us as a whole country. And I think that, you know, we are seeing a lot of people shifting in their careers and either quitting and starting something new. And that's, you know, that's definitely something that the three of us can relate to. Um, yes. <laughs> and or, or, you know, um, not quitting and doing something new, but kind of readjusting how they're doing their work or taking a different role on in their current job. And, and it's really interesting. But I think that that's, I think that's part of the reason why vacations keep going on the back burner. It doesn't, it has less to do with people's comfort level with um, traveling and more as just an excuse of, well, I'm starting a new thing or I'm starting a new career or I'm moving positions. So this can wait, this can wait, this can wait. But I feel like that's such a bad spiral to get into because it's going to affect everything moving forward and it's going to affect how you are in this new position or how you are in this new company or new role or or whatever so i just you know not to sound like a broken record but i feel like people need to come back and keep revisiting well why do we take vacations in the purpose in in the first place and and um Interesting. Well, and Christine mentioned this book about the five regrets of the dying and, uh, you know, to sort of shift it a little bit from work versus vacations. Let's talk about things versus vacations. I don't think anyone on their deathbed ever says, I'm so glad that I had five Porsches in the driveway. They want to, you know, they, they regret not spending time. It's always comes back to time with loved ones. I've been going back and forth with my husband about Christmas. My kids don't need anything. Nobody needs anything. Let's take a vacation. You know, we can stay home, have the tree, do all the stuff, eat Christmas breakfast. Let's get on a plane right after that, you know, because the, the, the choice of my uh, spendable money, I, I, for me, it's not for things anymore. Yeah, we've been moving to that too. It's it's more the experience because I still remember when I was five years old, like our family driving out to see Mount Mount Rushmore and uh, Old Faithful, and I mean that's like one of the most precious family memories I have. And um, and it, yeah, I mean I don't remember the clothes that my parents bought for me or the toys. It, it's like the time, like your children, like when you're working from home <laughs> and your children are like interrupting you, it's like, because they want to spend time with you. They're not like, okay, buy me 50 toys right now, make more money, you know? And <laughs> it's like, what's really important to them. And um, I did want to say something else too about 
Jennifer, what you were saying about how people are putting it off and putting it off, they're procrastinating. Like anytime you, you, you catch yourself doing that, you're like, uh, I, I'm not ready to take this trip three months from now or six months from now. Ask yourself, if not now, when? You know, just pause and, okay, if not now, when am I going to do this? Because, and then really like ask yourself more questions. Is this really going to happen? You know, and, and have your family involved. It is very oh, true. My family loves to get involved in the vacation planning. It was so fun when we did have these opportunities. We would like sit down and link the computer to the television and, and um, I'd pull up, you know, different places and we would all look and it got everybody excited. And if you're going somewhere different, it got your kids my kids willing to try new things, you know, if, if it was someplace out of all of our comfort zones or anything like that. So getting involved in the process, obviously, I think is super fun because I've chosen it for my career. <laughs> I love <laughs> planning a vacation. I know that's not for everybody. Some people prefer to just have it planned for them. And that's why I have a job. <laughs> Whatever it takes for you, just get there. It's true. Yeah. Even though I I love to plan, I am not good at planning vacations. So I need you. <laughs> well, you know you know what I think the reason for that is? It's a huge investment for you, right? You don't want to mess it up. You've never been there. You don't know. You don't have connections. So you don't want to spend all this money, take your family somewhere you've never been and have no idea what to do once you get there. You don't want that. Nobody wants that. So yeah. it can be stressful. It can be stressful. It can be. And I did mess up a vacation one time for my son oh, and no. I. And I we were able to salvage it. But that was like one of the few times I did not use a travel agent. And never again. <laughs> it was oh, you learned the hard way. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's okay. You live and learn. So it was a valuable lesson. That's for sure. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes that's the only way to learn is to make a mistake and then say, oh, never doing that again. <laughs> Hardest and best way. I guess. Hardest and best way. But yeah. uh, luckily for our listeners, they are learning from our mistakes and, and not making those mistakes again and taking the vacations and using a travel planner to plan them so that they don't, um, so that they don't mess. Cause it is, it is an investment. So we're talking about, you know, how important they are, but at the end of the day, it, yeah. it still is an investment and that can be scary for people. And it, it can be a deterrent for people. Um, but I think that there are so many different ways to take a vacation. And again, it's more about the time and the quality and being with the people that you want to be with and, and less about, the destination and, and where you're going. And um, absolutely to that end, road trips are back. Families road are road are tripping again because yes. road trips are not always about the destination. They're often about the journey. I mean, Lori rented an RV, didn't she? And like drove across or who was that? Well, it let's just Lori. pretend it was Lori. It was Lori. Yes, she you did. Know, let's all jump in an old Airstream and go somewhere. Like so how cool. fun. I know. Absolutely. And, and, was not happening two years ago. People were not into road no. tripping. Yeah. So yeah. It's, we just, I, yeah. 
we just got back from a road trip. So we, uh, right before Thanksgiving and we, we spent like 24 hours in the car, not, not back to back, but, but it was wonderful to get it. And we did see RVs on the road and I was really envious. I'm like, we're going to have to do that too. That's on the bucket list, you know, cause I have to say it is a fun way to travel and that whole, you know, it's not, it's the journey and not the destination is so true. And I remember um, a few years back when I first started doing college visits with my oldest, it was some of the best, like I have the best memories from that, from being in a car drive. We drove to Virginia to see Virginia tech. We drove to New from New York to Virginia one day and just, you know, being in the car and sharing the driving and, and having these conversations, like you have no other option. Like you're stuck in a car with, with this person and he can't, you know, run off and lock himself in his room or go play the Xbox or we had the best conversations. And that's, you know, people weren't doing road trips then, but that was our road trip to go college visits, do do our college visits. And now they really are, they're, they're back. So it's, it's such a great way to, you know, reconnect and, and oh, I, I love those. a road trip. I love a road trip. I always have though. I've, I'm one of those weird people that loves a road trip always. I'm very we have nostalgic. a road. We have a road trip coming up, me and you. That's right. <laughs> Jen and I are going to be driving from Charlotte to Orlando. It's, it's a drive that I make honestly a couple times a year, <laughs> but Not Jen's me. coming with me this time, so it'll be fun. It'll be fun. It's only eight oh, hours. That's, oh, that's great! Oh, that sounds wonderful. Yeah, that'll be it'll a be good fun. one. Watch out. <laughs> Watch out, world. <laughs> we should podcast from that. <laughs> do, some, do some live streaming from the road. <laughs> oh, no. Anyway. Yeah, that would be entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> it would be. It would be. <laughs> so we said in the beginning um, in the intro that one of the unique things about you is that you look at your clients as a whole person and not just, all right, what can I do to help coach them in their career? Um, and I love that you feel strongly about adding that component to your coaching. What effect are you seeing that having on your clients um, in terms of, you know, I don't know. I feel like it makes you stand out. You're not just like, all right, do this, do this about your job. You, you, you know, it's a whole it's a whole person approach. So talk to us a little bit about what you do and, and how that sets you apart from the rest. Yeah, I, um, I think that in working with my clients, it's uh, the end result is they're, they're more aligned with their purpose. And um, they're just they're happier. I mean, we, we spend so much time at work, you know, so you really you want your work to be aligned with your purpose, you want to be excited, like when the alarm goes off in the morning, you, you want to be happy to get out of bed. I mean, I had, I think we've all been there when we've had jobs where we're dreading that alarm going off because we don't want to go there. And that's, that's not a good way to live, you know, because again, we spend so much of our time in our lives at work, you know, so shouldn't we be aligned in our purpose? And now is the perfect time because it's such a big shift. There's so much transition. So if someone listening right now has been like so unhappy don't you know it's okay to be afraid but but 
take action despite the fear, even if it's just a small action, be courageous. Like I, I love, I always think of the cowardly lion from the wizard of Oz, you know, and just like channel your, your coward, your inner cowardly lion. And just, it's again, it's okay to be afraid, but just take action anyway and have people help you because he wasn't alone. He had Dorothy, he had the scarecrow and the tin man, you know, so, so get help. And uh, I'm here to help, you know, get an expert to help you. And um, it can happen. So many people are, are finding better jobs that they're, so when their alarm goes off, they feel better. And then by improving that, it's like, you know, when the, when the water goes up, I mean, all the boats go up. So it's not just, if you improve your work life, you're, you're going to have benefits in your family life too. And in your, your own well-being because you, you're, you're just feeling better and you're showing up better with your family too. So it's, you know, I think uh, we can compartmentalize or just, you know, have like little, um, we're, we're just, life isn't, isn't in a vacuum. And I mean, it, it's all fits together. And, um, you know, really make yourself a priority and listen to your inner voice too. That's the other, I mean, with, I love technology. Technology is cool. Technology was able to help us get through the pandemic in so many ways. But at the same time, it's a lot of noise outside. And all that noise can make it so much more challenging to hear your inner voice. So that's why you have to make that tuning into your inner voice. You have to make that a priority as well. And that's going to be the direction that you're going to head in. I love that. And sometimes it's really important. Oftentimes it's really important to have someone like you in your corner to say to you, 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 you this is what your voice is saying. Listen to it. You know what I mean? Or you're making you're making sound choices or just someone there to help guide you much like with travel planning, someone in your corner to navigate it. And someone like you in the, in, in my corner in my career is going to just help my entire life experience. You know, like you said, the, the boats rise with the tide and, and all of it. So it's very important. Get some help. I love that part. Just take the help, take it. Good tip. Right. Yeah, Absolutely. we have lots of tips. Yes. <laughs> Should Always. we move to Mouska tips? Mouska tip. Yes. Yes. So for more tips, <laughs> for more tips, Mouska tips and career tips, be sure to connect with Christine on LinkedIn. We will put her contact information and links in the show notes. And as you're setting your goals and tweaking your calendar for 2022, make sure to schedule vacation time in there. Um, it's good for your soul and good for your business. And as we said, get someone in your corner, whether it be for your vacation or your career with Christine. Absolutely. Uh, well, thank you for spending another episode with us. If you've enjoyed it, please be sure to subscribe to our show so that you receive notifications when new content is released and you never miss an episode. Also, please consider writing us a review on Apple Podcasts as well. Follow us on Facebook at Mouska Moms Podcast, where we will go live with all the news out of Disney for the week every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. And check out our blog at Mouskamoms with an S blog.com. And Christine, thank you so much for joining us. It was a pleasure to have you today. 
Thank you. And thanks again for being on my LinkedIn live last week. And it was uh, fun. It was fun. It Thank was. you. All right, guys, have a great week. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. Can I see? See you real soon. K-E-Y. Why? Because we like you. <laughs>